Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Wardrobe Boss podcast. I hope you are having a fabulous day. Eliza here, and I am Wardrobe Boss. And we are here to discuss everything and anything wardrobe related, including personal style, fashion, closet organization, mindset, success, focus, everything that ties back to wardrobe, even though you think it doesn't, I promise you it does. I can prove it. Okay. (laughs) I'd also love to discuss who's wearing what, who wore it best, who in the world told you to wear that? Because you know, there's plenty of them out there, but listen, we're here to help, right? We're here for everyone. Uh, today, my guest is no stranger to podcasts as she has her own. Madison Malloy is a stand-up comedian, an actress, a writer, a producer. She's been seen on NBC, on Fox, on Direct TV, and you will see so much more of her. Next to Madison is her weekly podcast, and I'd love her to tell us a little bit more about that. Hi, Madison. How are you? Hi, I am fantastic. Thanks for having me on. I, I love oh. that you you invited me to your podcast because you're the wardrobe boss. I am the least fashionable, stylish person ever. Everybody's told me you have to get a stylist when you have more money. I find that so hard to believe because you don't even look like a comedian. And I hope this doesn't sound offensive to any other female comedians, right? But you look like you would be a model or a beauty pageant contestant. So it's like a blonde bombshell and no one is used to seeing that person as a comedian. So I find that really hard to believe. But besides that, I'm really curious to know, how does a woman who looks like she would be a model or a beauty pageant contestant become a comedian? (laughs) (laughs) I guess looks can be deceiving. I don't don't know. I never, you know, I always, maybe I see myself differently, you know, for me. It could be. Yeah, I'm just a, just a tomboy and like to get dirty, like to be outside. And so, you know, I, I always, people always say, like, especially when I started in this business, I couldn't dictate like, or figure out what my type was, right? Like, where do we typecast you? Where do we put you? Because you do look so different than you actually are. Like I have a whole like bit in my routine, like, because people have, have said to me, like you complimented me. I have been told, is it, is this a clean podcast or a dirty podcast before I go anywhere you want to go? I have been told that I look like I husk in Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> I was like, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I've been told I look like John Benet Ramsey if she made no. it. Uh, second wife. That's terrible. Somebody who brings their own food to your barbecue, and it's people tell me this because they're like, it's so not you, but it's the look. So for me, I have to kind of overcompensate. When I, when I meet people, so they don't think I'm that shitty uh, face. I completely <laughs> disagree. I think they're just haters because you're a stunning so. woman. Oh. And maybe they just 
cannot deal with that. So I think they're just haters. But what made you, like, where did you get the idea of, hmm, I make people laugh. I think I want to be a comedian. Honestly, like my whole life, I love telling jokes and I get it Uh from my dad because he's the same. And when I was, when I finally got older, he, we would, you know, he's like, did you hear any good jokes or he would share jokes. And then I would love to just entertain my family or my friends with these jokes. And I remember in college, I was actually studying finance. My dream was to work on Wall Street at an investment bank. And I ended up doing that. But while I was in college, I used to grab like a hairbrush or a television Uh remote (laughs) and I would stand in front of all my friends. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you this joke. But instead of saying it, I would do it into like a a fake mic, Um, never thinking that that's what I should be doing. I still don't know if it was the right decision. No, it was, but you know, so I did the Wall Street thing for um, a couple of years and, and I enjoyed it and I learned a lot and met some amazing people that I'm still friends with today. But uh, this journey is definitely much more rewarding, a lot harder, but rewarding. It's it's been uh, ten and a half years, and things are finally starting wow. to uh, move forward, <laughs> to 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 break. You know, right, right. And that that was going to be my next question because normally um, it takes about ten years, right, for something mm-hmm. else to get going. It takes the yeah. investment of ten years for sure, yeah. without a doubt. Um, it's very rare that I know anyone who hasn't had to put in their 10 year bid to get uh-huh. there. But like, how do you manage from going to a steady paycheck of Wall Street, the steady, you know, you get used to that steady lifestyle. And then when you have to switch gears in the ninth inning, then you're yeah. like, uh oh, how do I try to stay accustomed to my lifestyle? But not really. <laughs> and keep yeah. my you know, and keep my energy up and keep my, uh, what do you say? Like, just keep your hopes up that you're going to make it. It it wasn't easy. I mean, I think when you first start, like, you know, Wall Street had had very generous bonuses. I mean, we worked for them, but they were good. So you could kind of keep yourself afloat. And, you know, maybe I made some poor financial decisions in the beginning, but I was young, but I didn't have kids. I didn't have a mortgage. My overhead was pretty low. So Mm -hmm. that was the time to do it. You know, had I stayed in Wall Street maybe, you know, four or five more years, um, I probably would have gotten the what people refer to as the golden handcuffs. You don't right. want to leave, but now you're making so much you just can't leave. So I think I left at the perfect the perfect time. But we're still trying to, you know, still figuring that out. <laughs> There's days where I'm like, I wonder what my life would have been like. But you can't so, look back, you can only go forward. That's right. That is right. How so? I'm sure that your style has changed, right? Because in Wall Street, it's a very corporate dress. So mm-hmm. now that you're a comedian, how do you even go about? You know, how does your personal style now at this moment play into this part of your career? So uh, I'm a terrible dresser. I need a stylist desperately. One day I can hire you. Um, <laughs> but for comedy, it is such a casual game. They, they're right. not coming to, to see your clothes and to see your hair, or your makeup. They're coming to, to hear your jokes. So right. what I found as I kind of evolved through this career was that it was better, you know, hydrate fish because you don't want any distraction. Right. Um, kind of just jeans, jeans, t-shirt or a flannel for stage for me. Right. And very little makeup and your hair is back. So you're not messing with it. So it was kind of like I was almost ugling myself up in a way. But for me, I felt more comfortable on stage 
with no makeup on and dressed like a lumberjack right than I did if I was going on a date which would be you know ripped jeans and a tight tank top right with like heels or, or with heels or boots. yes yeah so I wearing that on stage I would not feel comfortable because it would be all that uh you know kind of the, the judgment that I know that I get so right it's very different like you know people are like but you should you should bring your brand onto the stage and it's not my brand when I feel like I'm dating and I'm going and going out with my friends like it's it's me it's not really my brand right so I guess my brand I, is I am like a closet little closet redneck yeah and yeah. <laughs> I think that what you said goes back to right your own authenticity because you said I'm a tomboy so if you're a tomboy mm -hmm. then that then dressing like that for the stage is probably like your second skin and you want to be most powerfully authentic on stage or no one's going to get your jokes because they don't get yeah. you, especially if you're trying to fit into a mold. So I respect that so much more. Oh, well, and listen, yeah. all comedians, when I, you know, that's one thing that especially with comedians more than even actors that you notice when people start out because of the way they dress. And then you can tell when they have money because of the way oh, they dress. Yes. So yes. there's so a definite shift there. Right. Because if you see like some of the really big, you know, female comedians, like when they do their specials or they're on stage, they're usually like in a dress, right? But they're dressed very nicely. Whereas if you did that now, you'd be like, are you coming from the office? Like, where are you right. going? <laughs> exactly. Who, who, who are you trying to impress? Right. You know, but that's, but yeah, that is, I mean, so who is, I have to ask you, who yes. is your favorite dressed female comedian? That's a good question. The first person who instantly comes to mind without even really thinking about it, well, there's two of them. But the first one, I would say Ellen. And the only reason I'd say Ellen is because she has always been authentically herself. She's never tried to yeah. put on. She's a cardigan girl. She's a scoop mm -hmm. neck cardigan girl. And she's true to that. And then she's like a cardigan sweater um, woman. She's true to that. So I love that because she has a signature style that is totally hers. Yes. And then Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, her style um, really goes with her personality. And for me, yeah. style, like your own personal style, is just an expression of your personality. So she does that. Those two people do that really, really well. Amy Schumer and Ellen DeGeneres. I remember when I would see Roseanne, Roseanne transformed. Roseanne went... To like, yeah. to like a metamorphosis. She came on stage as this, and then she, you know, slowly and slowly and slowly morphed into who she is, right? Which is fine, but I think she had to find who she was as yeah. far as that. Absolutely. No, because she was kind of dressed. Did she, when she started out, was she dressing like the character Roseanne on the TV show? No, but I think she was like a little bit frumpy, but I, I and, and I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I think it was probably just like, I don't give a shit what I look like. I'm here to tell jokes. So, yep. but then as you get Hollywoodized, your style does evolve. There's <laughs> your style evolves. You know, there's no way it doesn't. Even Whoopi Goldberg, I used to see her at uh, Washington Square Park doing jokes way before she was a comedian. And wow. then, so even her she's true to her style now like this she likes these shoes that i personally don't like i would never wear them but it's her style i think they're called miss shoes or 
something. But they're these really, it's a, it's a cute little shoe company with these very awkward shoes, but she lives for those shoes. She loves those shoes. And I respect it because it's, she's staying true to her personal style. And you can see that on the view on anything. She just stays true to who she is. I love that. So you got to do right. I can't wait to get all styled up and dressed appropriate, dressed nicely though. I wonder how different I'll look. I remember I, I took think my- you'll, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I mean, once you find your personal style, you have, um, it, it just seems to me like since you know who you are, you'll dress more comfortably when you're on stage to be your authentic self. But like you yeah. said, when you're going out for a date, it's a different side of you. And I get oh, that. Yeah. Me too. Um, if I go on a date, it's a much different side of me than when I go to someone's house to style them. And when I show up to someone's house, I don't go with heels and a whole look on. Yes, I look my authentic self, but I don't do that because I'm not trying to impress my client. I know who I am. I know what my personal style is. And I'm more of, um, you know, like I'd wear a cool sneaker and a fatigue jacket or something. That's just me. I'm showing up as me. I'm not trying to sell them my look. I'm trying to get them to be, to love their look, whatever that is and discover that not look like me, you know? Right. So what is it that you said a fatigue jacket? What's a fatigue jacket? Yeah. Like an army camel jacket. Like oh. I love that. Yeah. That's, oh. a, that's part I've of never my style. One of those. I love I like that. Fati- oh, what? And you're a tomboy. You would love I, one. I know. I'm going I, to send you some options so you can choose from. I you definitely can dazzle it. You can oh, good. Yay. Whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I just love the flannels and, um, I, my manager, uh, great, great guy, uh, but he's very stylish, you know, wears, you know, the designer clothes, shops at the men's store, Rothman's down on Park. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Yes, New York. Yes, of course. Um, you know, he's always kind of, you know, in the fashion, looks into fashion. Me? No. Don't even know the first thing about it. So he would tell me, he would be like, you know, you don't know how to dress we need, we'll take you shopping and we'll go before you do headshots. And I remember everything I picked out and then everything he picked out. And it was right. just not because he's like, things need to be form fitted. I'm like loose, baggy, you know, hide everything. Right. But yeah, so he was, he was kind of, you know, trying to guide me on kind of how to dress. But I was like, and then he goes, you got to get rid of those flannels. Stop wearing those flannels. And I was like, I'm, you know what? Then why don't you put in the budget designer flannels? Because the flannels aren't going away. I love my flannels. They're warm. I like them with like a, a tight tank top where kind of like you can throw off, you know, show off your enhancements, so to say. You know, with I the flannel open. With I, uh, yes. Especially That's if it I'm speaks like. to who you are. Like one thing um i love about amy schumer is that she has amazing legs and that's what she brings to the table she starts never noticed that she watch her she leads with her legs because she's got some gorgeous legs so she will always or a a lot of times you'll see her in a mini skirt or a short dress and high heels because she's got them she flaunts them but she does it in her way in a tasteful way and i don't think there's anything wrong with you know, flaunting what you want to flaunt. But then again, I understand your point, right? Of you want to cover up a little bit because that's not what you're trying to bring attention to. And for me, one of the best things about styling is that 
um, the I should only go to one place. So I love to take an asset. And sometimes it's not the most obvious asset. Sometimes it's the least obvious asset and say, okay, we're going to highlight this. And no one knows because it's a trick of the eye. No one's paying attention to that unless wow. they're like a super, super like stylish person. They will know, but they won't really know. They'll just know what they're looking at. When people look at Jennifer Lopez, they're just like, oh, she's so beautiful. Their eye goes to one thing, her hair, her lips, her whatever. It's not, they just look at, they're looking at something pretty. They're not picking yeah. it apart unless they're there to pick her apart. Right. So... I'm, I'm just right saying mess. there's so many ways to h highlight your assets without being obvious. Yeah. So how do you, when you see somebody, how do you do that? Do you say like, oh, you've got nice breasts or you've got a nice <laughs> butt or you have nice legs? What if you just if have I, a nice face? If I have to <laughs> tell them, I will. But I usually don't lead with that. I just, I, all I have to do is look at someone. I'll know like what brand they should be wearing. I just do like an assessment. It's like this machine in my eyes that goes up and down. I'm like, yeah, okay. I know exactly what to, what needs to be adjusted, what should be moved, what yeah. needs a color, what needs a print. And then I'll lead by that. But when I start in someone's closet, it's the best way because I want to know what someone's style is and what they love. It may not be my style. It may not be what I love, but if it makes them happy, then I think I believe they should wear it. Now, if it makes them happy and they look ridiculous, then that's totally my job to that say that in the closet. nicest way. Um, no. <laughs> and I have gone to people's closets and, and said, you know, I told someone once, this is what you should be wearing if you die and you're in a casket tomorrow. That's what you should be wearing. And since that's not happening anytime soon, that should go in the garbage. Yes. And in the garbage, it went. Oh, but sometimes I have to make a point and have to get my point across. <laughs> right? No, that well, I mean, that's what they're they're hiring you for. Yes. You know, obviously, they don't know what they're doing. So they're yep. in it to win it, you know? But yeah, I, I sometimes definitely, it's not that bad. Right. Because I'm thinking like if I, you know, I haven't been shopping because of this whole Corona thing. And right. uh, it's, it's been fabulous. The amount of money that I've saved because you don't have as many places to go. So I'm like, why do I, Agreed. I don't need anything. Like I'm going to invest my money and save it. But I'm thinking I do want to pick up some new stuff. Like I really like, you know, tight, um, tight, stretchy jeans. Stretchy's the key yes. word there. Yeah. Yes. Especially <laughs> after this with, with tears in them. I like, yes. I like the whole, I feel like they make me look younger or stupid. I don't know. Or poor. No, I I'm agree. Sure. <laughs> I think they would make you look young. I totally see them on you. So it's funny that you say that because I envision that. Yeah. And then I'm thinking like, you know, uh, the, if it's winter, like long sleeves, like either a solid or a print, but form fitting and then tucked in kind of with the belt and with, this, with, you know, cute boots or, or heels right. or whatever. It would be kind of my, maybe my winter style, but I also really like vest and not like North face ski vest unless I'm hiking, but like, right, you're talking about like a duster vest, like yeah, a sweater just a vest, sure. tight fitted thing. Like I'm, I've always been into vest. That's kind of been my, I think, but my summer style is always just kind of like dresses. You know, I really like right. uh, BCBG dresses or free people dresses and they're not too expensive, but they're not too cheap that you can at least right. get five seasons out of them, three or four. I agree maybe. with that. <laughs> I agree with that a thousand percent. I am a creature of habit in the summer too. I always uh -huh. wear dresses. I never wear um, shorts or pants. That's just my thing. I love dresses. 
Um, but I definitely say before you go shopping, I would definitely advise you to look in your closet and do like your own wardrobe edit because most people they say, Oh, I think I need this and this and that. And then they go shopping before you even look in your closet and assess what you already have. Because by yeah. habit, you're going to go and buy something that looks like something you already have. And now you have, that's what I did, flannel yep. shirts when you already have 13, you know, you didn't need another one. So I think um, before you go shopping, the best way to spend your money is to say, Hey, um, this is my list. These five things, whatever that is, right? Updated little black dress. Um, I have a gray booty, so let me get a leopard print booty, whatever it is, right? Awesome. But you st and stick to that list because once you say, yeah, I'm going to take the list, but then you say, I come home, I came home, but I bought a dress and a jacket and a skirt. Uh, I didn't need them, but you know, if you stick to the list, I think you help yourself more because you're putting things in your closet. You want to put things in your closet that go with everything else, especially yes. for the season, right? Since we are in the season of where are we going? I, I'm not going to a wedding to any, I do have mm -hmm. one party to go to, uh, but it's on an Island somewhere and it's not going to be a lot of people, but um, yeah, I don't have anywhere to go to either. And, and what I do for my clients and I, I live this way. I live the way, you know, I um, try to help people with too, is that I make myself a capsule collection and that's what I wear for that season, like for three months. So all of my favorite I jeans, that. I have at least, let's say seven pair of jeans. They're all in one place concentrated. And then I have all my favorite sweaters. And with sweaters, it's tough because, you know, it's mm -hmm. sweater weather. Like they say, sweater weather, sweater weather, sweater weather. Yes. <laughs> that SNL skit. So yeah. I love my sweaters. And I think all of us women love our sweaters. And with anything, I say, if you don't love it, it shouldn't be in your closet. But sweaters, if you don't love it, it shouldn't be in your closet. So my sweaters have been edited for the season. I don't okay. have a big gang, right? And then the really thick ones are not even out and seen because I'm not going to need those until the later winter months. So I'm going to deal with what I need right now up until so, January. So I had, I'd worn this really electric pink sweater. I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram Ooh. when I was performing at Fairfield comedy club uh -huh. and there was some pictures that were taken and I posted it and a couple people were like, Oh my gosh, love that color. And then my friend wrote, you're the only one I, the only female I know that looks good in a sweater. And I was like, what is she talking about? Should a sweater be tight fitted, fitted or loose? That is a great question. And it really depends on your body. For me, I like a structure. I like different kinds of sweaters, but I like a structured right. sweater. So one thing that I really love and not a good example because I'm not wearing it today, but I have so many um, sweaters and even sweatshirts that have a little bit of a puffed sleeve because I like to have structure. So I think the structure makes it look not so relaxed. Um, you see, this is I very relaxed, see what you're saying. but okay. when I wear my puff sleeve, it gives it some dimension and I love that. So I have, um, at least eight combination of sweaters and sweatshirts with a puff sleeve. That's my signature. Look, I love my puff sleeve. Um, it just gives me some dimension somewhere. And I feel I like, like if you're going to wear an open cardigan, it depends on your height, on your body type. 
But um, I feel like if you're going to wear a relaxed sweater like this, then maybe you, your blouse shouldn't be up to here. You know what I mean? You've got to show something somewhere. So like, yeah, then you'll be at the library. Arm, I have to show some skin here and show yeah. a little bit of skin here so that I, it doesn't look frumpy. I think if you cover okay. too much without structure, then it can look frumpy really fast. And you want a gotcha. great fitting sweater. You want a sweater that you absolutely love, that it makes you happy when you put it on. But depending on what you're wearing it for, if you're wearing it with jeans, maybe you want a little bit of structure or stripes or color or something to bring it out um, so that you're not like, okay, I have this gray sweater yeah. and my pants are gray and this is gray and everything looks boring. I think that's when people don't like their sweaters if they feel like, but this that's looks boring. So I think yeah. if you're getting sweaters, make them the happiest sweaters that even if it's out of your budget, it's better to get one that you love than three that you're like, eh, that's all right. Cause I Just like it. Cause you were mentioning the puff sleeve and I remember trying one on, I was going to get it for a photo shoot. Um, but it's the one where it's like, it's, it's a regular sweater. It's kind of form fitting. And uh -huh. then it'll just be a little puff just right here yep. before the arm goes down. Right. That's and what they I really, have. they add, you're right. They do add that like something. It, it pops a It adds piece. dimension. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. um, that brand Bloomingdale's brand, I'm going to miss it when I leave New York temporarily, but I really like the aqua makes those cashmere aqua. Yes. Sweaters. And they're, and they're pretty reasonable. Um, that, but they were making some of those as well. So I remember seeing those. Right. You, they're thin enough to where you can kind of tuck them in if you want. But should a sweater be tucked in or left out? It depends on the thickness of the sweater. If it's thin. So cashmere thin? Probably so in. cashmere, like um, there's a particular cashmere sweater that I love. It's called Lingua Franca. And you can write whatever you want on it. Like you can write Madison Malloy. And it's, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they, they're customized. They're pretty fast. And they have all these kind of different sayings. Can know, I write, I, I suck dick in Greenwich? Yeah, you can I'm write whatever kidding. you want. <laughs> <laughs> but those sweaters have like the right amounts of softness and they're uh -huh. not so thick. So I'll tuck maybe just the front of it in and then leave the rest out. Like just the front so that it defines my waist. So it just okay. in the front of my jeans. So my waist is still defined. And then I might leave it out if it's like a pleated skirt or leather leggings or pleather leggings, whatever it is, vegan leggings. Okay. But, you know, um, yeah, it depends <laughs> if it's thick. I wouldn't put it in because if you see the bulkiness, it's not going to be cool. But, um, you know, it, it just depends on how bulky it looks. If it if you feel bulky and you feel like it looks bulky, then it's bulky. Yeah, that's true. Don't don't second guess yourself. You're usually right. Exactly. Well, okay. So the other thing that it, uh, <laughs> question I have when I'm dressing myself uh -huh. is jewelry because jewelry makes an outfit. So how much? How little? Like, because I'm very simple. Like I'll do like a you know like a a necklace. Like I, right. Yerman's like my go-to. I love him. And then okay. like an an earring. I feel like I look better in hoops during the day. I'll wear like pearls. Just plain boring. But at know. night. But at night. Like I've got like hoops on for you. Yes. I wear them just for you. Thank you. I'm going to take love them off right after we stop. <laughs> <laughs> I had heart hoops on, but since they messed with my earphones, I had to take them out. I am a hoop girl myself. And the thing about jewelry is I think it's very personal. 
I recommend to people, if you're a fine jewelry person, then stick with your fine jewelry. If you're a costume okay. jewelry person, stick with your costume jewelry. If you like to mix both, that's fine. So what I do, me personally with jewelry, is I have a habit. I think I've always had this habit, and I don't know why, but I wear the same pieces for, you know, like for a season. I don't know. I just like this necklace. Because you have um, a lot of jewelry on, but it looks great. Well, because sometimes if I have, like, my sweater is plain, right? And uh -huh. my little tank top underneath it is kind of plain. So sometimes the way I dress things up is not always a pattern or a jacket or a puff sleeve. Or Sometimes True. it's just my jewelry because jewelry is just as signature as anything else. So um, I love a hoop earring. I love my bracelets. But, um, you know, I love a long necklace. This one's chunky. So I say yeah. I like to layer my necklaces. That's usually my thing. And then I like a thickness and thin, but I just like to mix everything together. And then sometimes fabulous. I don't want that. Thank you. Sometimes every once in a while I'll wear like a, you know, a statement necklace. I'm not really okay. big on statement necklaces, but I think that those are fun too. I think every woman should own a statement necklace. Every woman should own uh, like a little 18 inch that's very thin, very plain, that it just adds something without dressing something up. And then this is, okay. these accessories are kind of to be part of my whole look, that it's like one thing you're looking at. Yeah. And it's not too busy and it's not doing too much. Because I, 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 I noticed think, your bracelets too. Well, my bracelets have a little color because They're I beautiful. think I like to have a little color. Well, in the summer, I like to have a little color. The summer's over, so I'll probably change them out now and then have some bracelets that I'll wear for the, the winter months. But in the summer, I love to add as much color as I can because, as you know, in living mm -hmm. in New York, everything is a sea of black, a sea of black. Oh so my God. I yes. decided no more black coats for me. I will not buy a black coat. I will not oh. buy a black handbag and I will not buy a black boot. If I already own really? it, then I will okay. keep it, but I won't do it anymore because I want to still feel bright in as bright as I can in the dark, cold winter months. And believe it or not, that really works for me. And I remember you telling me when you were on my podcast, that white jeans you love white jeans in the winter oh, yes because it brightens everything up. and i was like i never thought about that yeah being the tomboy the only reason i'm gonna go buy uh white jeans um but i remember i didn't <laughs> want to be in white jeans because i was like what if i just want to sit on the curb or like you know right <laughs> or which is like, the reason i'm a dirty butt Right. But you're not a kid anymore. And um, <laughs> if white is too much, get off white, get a thin corduroy off white jean. You'll love them. And you can still get one with a little rip. It doesn't have to have a rip. But I just feel like there's so many yes. different ways to go. And um, people around the country always say about women in New York in the winter that we're dressed in a sea of black. And it's true. And there's nothing wrong so with true. black. It's a color I love. It looks great yeah. on me. But I just want to be careful not to have a whole dark wardrobe for the winter. That's my thing. I don't want a dark wardrobe. I want lighter colors and some yeah. brighter colors or jewel tone colors because I want to enjoy my wardrobe. I don't want to feel like I'm in a funeral for nine months because to me, yeah. that's what the winter feels like. Nine months. <laughs> well, in New York, it sure does, right? Exactly. Well, I mean, we get a little longer. I feel like we've got the summer, well, basically July 
in August and then all the way until about November, it starts right. to get cold. Like we're still in kind of the, the nice part of it, which is good. Um, yes. but yeah, no, I do like the color. I always try to go for pinks cause everyone always tells me I look fabulous in pink. But I can tell that too. I, I took this from my mother. She gave it to me. Yeah. That like, looks, oh, that's like a very color. good color on you. And oh, I like that you. neckline on you. You look like you have the, a, oh, the your, scoop? your clavicle is like beautiful. So if I were oh, you, well, I would you. definitely like wear things that are open here. Okay. So open here, not so much here. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that. More Depends like on that. On the date, right? But you <laughs> can wear a nice V-neck. I mean, yeah, I'm sure nice that it will look. Nice V-neck and a push-up bra. Depends on who's on, on the other side of the table, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not for a comedy show. Madison, I are know. you single or are, do you have kids and a husband? Like, no, I'm, I'm totally fo- switching gears, but we're here. Good. No, I am footloose and fancy free. So if anyone wants to take me shopping, let me know. I'm kidding. I'm not a gold digger. Really, but God, that would be nice. I've never had a man take me shopping, except my father when I was younger. But that's what they had to do because you were uh, Yeah, no, you need to have that experience. You need to have I do. I really, but I'm, you know, but it's interesting because I'm temporarily going to relocate back to Denver and I don't right. know if I'm going to head west or if I'm going to come back here. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a single woman and I'm like, well, I don't want to take myself out the market. I'm getting a fur puppy though in uh, December. She's coming. So I'm That's very awesome. excited about that little Deborah yes. Joy, Cavapoo. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking like if I'm going on dates while I'm in Colorado, it, it's a very, it's a, it's a different style. It's still stylish, pretty people, but it's, it's a little more like more ski. Exactly. Yeah. You There's know. a lot of, um, chic ski clothing, especially in Colorado. There's so many great boutiques. That oh yeah. I've never seen these snow boots anywhere. You could be a snow bunny. <laughs> I'm going to try to be. I've got these. I, I put packed my ski pants. Um, I bought ski pants because I was dating. I hadn't been skiing forever. So I was dating this guy like eight, eight or nine, nine years ago. And he was a huge snowboarder. I'm like, I'm going to get back into snowboarding. This will be my excuse. Right. I bought these really nice, this really nice ski jacket and ski pants. Well, the ski coat got used because it's freezing in New York. Right. The ski pants never ended up getting used. So when I went to pack them, they still had the price tag on them. Wow. And I was like, you've well, got cool. to wear them. Well, I have to now. I yeah. You have, have the price tag on now. In my mind, they're brand new. So hopefully they so still now- fit. But <laughs> so now how are you working? How are you doing comedy with all with the way that the world is for the moment? God, and I hope the for the moment is almost over. I know. I know. I know. Um, so there's people have been doing like zoom shows. Um, uh-huh. I've done a few, awesome. not the biggest fan, but I, it's nice to yeah. like, if you wanted to kind of work out some new material, cause you can like I was have just your notes right next to you right. or like taped up. So that's kind of nice. You can make sure they work. And then, um, uh, in New York, you're not allowed to go inside for comedy. So a lot of people have been doing outdoor shows, which have actually worked great and they're really fun. So like, I have a friend that's running a show in a, in a backyard in Astoria, Queens. That's been awesome. really fun. Can fit like 20 people spaced out in it. It's been great. Um, then I've gone up to Fairfield, performed in like a big open, like grassy area where people bring their own lounge chairs. Right. Um, but come the winter, you know, you don't know how this is all going to adjust. So it'll probably go back to Zoom. The good news is I'm going to Colorado where everything is pretty normal and open. 
So right. last time I was there, I looked at Comedy Works, the landmark, and there was a line around the corner to get in. And I was like, oh, okay, love to see it. So there I can actually do more indoor stand-up. Um, uh-huh. The capacity is on 100%. But I think they're at like 75, I want to say. Because this wow, line was packed, and I was like, yes. something. Okay, yeah. so it was really cool. So that, so at least it's like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of going where the work is. But I'm also, you know, a, a writer and working on a couple uh, projects that we have in development. So that's been Yay. good to kind of have that time to pause a little bit and not be running right. around so much to create new shows or work on the shows we have to try to get those, you know, sold. Um, so it, it's, it's been a very positive, uh, quarantine in a way because it's uh-huh. allowed me to kind of reset, spend time with family, uh, figure yeah. out what I really want to do. I love the comedy part, but I also really love the executive producer title and the paycheck that would go with it. So right. I don't know. So maybe I'll do both. Maybe I'll do one. I don't know. The world, I feel like the world's my oyster. I have nothing holding me down. I'm getting rid of all my furniture. Yes. I got rid of five bags of clothes. And I feel like I'm just flying by the seat of my pants and I feel like I'm going wherever the opportunity takes me. Yeah. There might be a lot of stuff that opens up because it's like, Hey, can you go here? (laughs) Yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) You know, it's an awesome place to be, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. And I've never been here. I've always been either tied to a lease or tied to something or thinking, well, I have to be here or I have to be in LA. And I think that this whole thing is causing almost like a gentrification of the country in a way where you had to be on a coast to do certain things or a major city where now people are like, well, I don't want to live in a major city because it's expensive. The taxes are high. The the living, like, I don't want to, I don't want to live like this. I could get so much more for my money in Texas, in Austin, yes, I'm yes. not paying state tax. I, I, the, you know, it's beautiful. It's up and coming where I think that you're trying, you're going to start seeing a lot of people push out and kind of go to other places. So we're going to start yes. seeing, I think, little kind of Hollywoods popping up like Tyler Perry did with uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. And that's yes. like a major pub now. Oh, There's yeah. like 60 uh-huh. shows. Um, so it'd be nice to see that in like Colorado and Texas and Nashville and, you know, where you can go to these places and you don't have to be tied to a coast to work in entertainment or, you know, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And I think that we've learned a lot, but hopefully we'll, we'll be coming out of it, but I still have stuff in storage in New York, so I can always come back. Yeah, I think that is awesome. I'm, I'm exactly with you. I'm here. I'm in New York probably until the end of February. Okay. And then I will head out to the West Coast for a couple of months. Because that California open air space yes. lifestyle that I like. And then I'll come back here for a couple of months. And then maybe I'll go to Puerto Rico. for. I mean, it's yes. just nice that I can do that. Um, I didn't Isn't expect this great? to happen until later on in my life. But I've always yeah. wanted this life. I've always wanted to live on you know, bi-coastal or tri-coastal. So it's happening now. I can take my work wherever I go. And that is fun, especially because in New York, I get to work in closets, whether they're small or big or whatever. But elsewhere, I get to work in homes where there are tons closets. So that can be fun too. And it's fun to open up people's style, especially in a place like anywhere in California where it's so much more relaxed. It's mm-hmm. okay to still have inject a little bit of style there. Absolutely. Oh, I know it's, it's kind of fun because it's, you know, it, it kind of brought out um, 
you know, it's like you always kind of have to see the silver lining of situations because there's Absolutely. a lot of hate things that came out of it. But there was a lot uh-huh. of great things. Like if somebody told me, if you told me last year, hey, you're going to be like next year at this time, you're going to be moving moving back to Colorado temporarily and and uh, you're going to be dating there. And I would right. be like, you're the worst psychic I've ever met. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Give me my money back. Right. We're done here. I right? have different plans. Yes, like you I agree. Wouldn't, so it kind of altered altered you to kind of change the course a little bit, which yeah. maybe needed to be done. For me, it's been a, a blessing in disguise. Is how yes. maybe I'm just trying to see the the, the bright sunny nope, side. I of agree. It, you know. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I got Madison, my LaCroix. They don't pay me. Dumb LaCroix. And I'm just kidding. You know I what? Like I, I live for it, too. I like the hibiscus one. Have you tried the hibiscus? Um, no. I've, oh, I like these skinny cans. So Okay. I like I've the always, other cans. Oh, you do? Okay. So this is the, the Mirai Pepino. I don't know if I'm saying, okay. I'm saying that right. It's the blackberry cucumber. But Ooh. it's kind of been my go-to because Fresh Direct had it. And then when I was in New York, I'd always go to Fresh Direct. But I'm like, you know what? It's time to switch up the flavor when I can actually go to a grocery store and shop with a grocery cart. Yes, very. Yes, I'm looking forward it. to this. Looking forward to this um, suburban lifestyle I'm about to embark on. Because <laughs> like I love the city, and I'd always thought I was a city girl, and now I'm like, take me to the burbs. And I remember yes. I was definitely starting to transition to the burb life because I remember uh-huh. meeting people. And I would, when I was in the city, like starting five years ago, they'd be like, oh, we live in New Jersey or we live in Connecticut. And I'd be like, oh, like where? And then I'd be like, how's the town? Like, how are the restaurants? How's the home? Like, isn't it nice just watching the leaves change and going in your yard? And I was always like, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm like, can I come visit? Can I come visit? Right. And where it used to be like, oh, you live in the big city. Let me come visit. But now I'm. I'm definitely ready. I'm ready for the uh, more space, but we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely be back in a big city because of work. Um, right. I just don't know which one. Well, I don't think you'll be missing a lot here, especially not for the winter. But um, No, I think it's a good time to sk- uh, skedaddle. I'll let you know when I'm out on the West Coast because I oh, love Colorado, especially you, in the winter it's months. Like it's like an hour. And, awesome. Yeah, it's like an oh, hour I know. and 20-minute flight. It's a nice drive, yeah. Yeah, or a drive too if you or want to go drive. Over exactly. Mountains. Yes, the, that yeah. yeah. I I love that plane ride over those mountains, those snow-capped mountains. Now oh, I know yeah, why it's... they call it God's country. It's so awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here. Excited. Any help you need with your wardrobe, your closet, whatever I organization. Will. Girl talk. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Wardrobe Boss podcast. Thank you. And Please let people know where they can find you, your social media handles, okay. and your podcast so they can visit you too. Oh, perfect. So my, my weekly podcast is uh, Next to Madison, T-O, um, nexttomadison.com, Next to Madison on all the social handles. It's on uh, all the podcast platforms, This um, you know, iTunes, Spotify, what else is Stitcher? Who knows? Whatever, uh, whatever podcast, I'm sure you can find it on there. <laughs> Um, and then my, uh, Instagram is at Madison Malloy comic. And then my Twitter is at Madison Malloy. Um, yeah. So follow me. I would love, love for you guys to follow me and, and listen to the podcast. It's a self-help podcast. Yes. Uh, so it deals a lot with kind of how to improve your life and your style. And, um, Eliza is, is on the podcast as well. So go check yes, out her episode, you. um, all about kind of styling some and excited. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I can't wait to see yes. you. I'll probably see you before you leave New York. So everybody, Good. let's don't make be that jealous. happen. I can report what happens <laughs> when we hung out. And I yes. hope to see you soon. Thank you again, Madison. Thank you. Have All right. a great Enjoy the day. rest of your day. You too. You too, darling. Yeah. Thank you. Ah, ciao, Bye. Bella. Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Edited by Ken Johnson. Associate producer, Lauren Turner. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.